this point. I, I doubt the kids are listening to George Michael, but who knows? Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Rory, and this is Careless Whispers. And if you're wondering what this is, well, I mean, it's been six weeks since we've been on the air, so I don't blame you. But uh, here we are tonight. My co-host, as always, Calvin Chamberlain. What's happening, my friend? Hello. Hello. You know, I haven't heard last Christmas uh, in months. It's usually something I hear a lot around the holidays. Uh, it's right. kind of a running joke. It's like a running joke in me and people, some, a couple of people, but that was nice. Well, I needed something else to uh, get us over the hump there because the opening bumper was not long enough for us to do our little hello at, at the beginning. Uh, and then I decided that I was just going to talk about it for a second because it's been a while. Now I'm looking on my Twitter at Team Green Truth if you're not following me. And uh, I'm going to remind everybody that we're actually on the air. So hopefully there's not too much hype. We're going to have a thousand listeners tonight, Calvin. Yeah, it's been a struggle for us lately. We've been trying. We keep we keep almost having a show, and then something happens at the last minute. Uh, there have been times where we really can't do it on Tuesday, and we'll try it on Thursday, but it just has not come together for us. So we're trying. Right. It's just, yeah, and uh, we're trying. one of our topics tonight is going to be the, the NBA over-under for win totals. I don't know if we're going to start there or not. I feel like we're going to go NFL to start this thing. But oh, we can start with that. I just start with you. All right, fine. Let's start with the NBA then. And the point I'm trying to make here right off the top is that the, this has been a topic on my mind for the last three weeks at least. And uh, the article that, that I was sort of looking at to get the numbers for the opening win totals for every NBA team was published on uh, August 6th. So that just gives you an idea of how long it's been since Calvin and I got together. But here we are. And uh, if you feel like giving us a call over the next hour or so, you can. It's 323-642-1484. But that's where we're going to start. We we are going to talk about the Las Vegas win totals for every NBA team, and then we'll get into some NFL predictions as well. Uh, And, of course, as usual around here, I'm sure these these win totals are going to spin off into something else. But um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to sort of go through – uh, the list that I'm looking at is alphabetical, unfortunately. I wish it was sorted differently, but uh, that's what I've got in front of me. So would you rather just go through every team, or you want to hit some hit some highlights and uh, move on? Uh, why don't we do, like, um, why don't we skip the, the crappy teams and just do sort of, like, playoff potential teams? You know what I mean? Why don't we do that? Fair enough. Let's do that, but we are going to have to hit the worst team in the league. So let's get that one right oh, out of yeah. the way. Who do you think? Who do you think the worst team predicted to be by Las Vegas in in the league is going to be this year? What do you, what would you say, Calvin? Hmm. Um. I'm. Let me think. I'm leaning towards Atlanta. I would guess Atlanta. You would guess Atlanta. Well, congratulations, sir. I don't have a. I wish I had. Uh, yeah, let's play this first. You win. That's correct. That is correct. Two years running for you. I th- I do believe last year you you were all in on Atlanta being the worst, and I disagreed with you. Uh, you were also in on Chicago being horrible, and that one I could sort of see. But two years in a row now, Atlanta. That's correct. Twenty-three and a half wins for Atlanta is what Las Vegas is predicting, and a, a close second, the team that I just mentioned the Chicago Bulls 27 and a half. So 
that's uh, that's pretty much as bad as it gets right there. And Phoenix twenty eight and a half in the West, um, and then the Knicks twenty nine and a half. Everybody else, as far as I can see here, yep, everybody else is at least thirty wins. That's funny because in the, the guess, the second guess I would would have made was going to be Sacramento. Sacramento got thirty or more. Well, I'll take oh, the I'm sorry. That's 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 absolutely my mistake. Sacramento definitely right there. This is what happens when you're looking at an alphabetical list as opposed to one sorted by number. Sacramento's at 25 and a half, so they are the second worst. Oh, they are the second worst. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's go. It goes Atlanta, Sacramento. Uh, looks like Phoenix at 28 and a half, and then, uh, or sorry, Chicago 27, Phoenix 28, and the Knicks 29. Uh, so. That's that's it. Everybody else, except for, like I said, I was wrong about Sacramento. But everybody else now, now uh, is over 30 wins. So that's your bottom of the league. And I just want to mention one more team. Honorable mention, 30 and a half wins, Calvin. Can you guess who it is? Honorable mention. I had to mention this team. Is it the Cavs? It is absolutely the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I love it. So let, let's just touch on that for yeah. 30 seconds. Do, do you believe that they will win more than 30 games? No, I don't. Yeah, could I, I mean, I mean, part of me wants to say, okay, Kevin Love will play well, but I don't think that they know. I don't think that, like, here's the thing. I'm not sure that Kevin Love can go back to being like the Kevin Love he was. In the you know what I mean? I think they won't use him right. I don't think, like, oh, they get rid of LeBron. I think it's sort of it's going to, like, break who he is somewhat. He's not going to go back to, like, being that guy, and they didn't win that much in Minnesota anyway. I think Colin Sexton, like, is going to get uh, a lot of touches, and I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not positive how I feel about that. I mean, I, I think that his usage rate is going to be super high. I don't think he really has anyone to pass to. Uh, I think Cleveland's going to be terrible. I, in fact, Cleveland, I would take so the drive. you're essentially calling them the Knicks of last year. The Knicks won 29 games last year. Of course, Porzingis got hurt halfway through the season. Uh, but they 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 were that 30-win team, and you're thinking that they the Cavs are going to fall that far, yeah, and Kevin Love can't bring them out of it. I'm I'm torn on this one. I think it's a good number for Cleveland, and that's why Vegas makes so much money. Uh, because when you look at their roster, you would like to believe, especially with LeBron just gone from the East entirely, the the East is is not not too strong. I, I would say at the top. I mean. They, there's three teams right up there at the top, obviously, and we'll get into that in a minute or two. But the bottom is is pretty. It's just as bad as it as it has always been for for the last few years, anyway. So I don't I don't think that they're going to be completely horrible. I think they're going to be one of those middling teams, but they might be able to get a couple couple wins over thirty. So I'm not sold on on the under there, but. Uh, I am happy that they're down at the bottom because I, they're just misery that that's franchise. I just, and it, maybe it's the stain of LeBron James, but I've just never been able to handle the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'll give you a hot take right now. The bulls, the bulls are going to end up with a better record than the Cleveland Cavs. Book it. All right. Book that one right there. There it is. Calvin says it first. All right, so Boom. let's flip it back up to the top here and uh, figure out who Vegas thinks is going to be the best teams in the league. And leading the way, as always, the Golden State Warriors. I'm not even going to have you guess on that one because that should be obvious. Uh, 
they are at 62 and a half wins. So uh, Vegas believing that they are, are going to have a better season than last than last year. They only won 58 games last year, but they still ended up winning the NBA title. So I feel like uh, the Warriors may have actually found the formula for the regular season. They don't care about the 72 wins anymore. They already figured that out. They got that thing. Uh, they don't really care what seed they are because they know that if they're healthy, they're going to be the favorite uh, going into the, to, to the playoffs. So uh, to me, Calvin, I, I would actually probably go under on this, but that doesn't mean that I think that they aren't the best team because I think that they are. That's very clear. What was the number again? I'm sorry. I missed it at the beginning. 62 and a half. 62 and a half to me, that's pretty close. If you, if you went with a 65, because I, I agree with most of what you're saying, I do think they're going to slack off. Uh, I mean, it's at, we're at the point with Steph Curry where he, he sort of like misses games every year, right? Um, so I would not be surprised if he or Durant got hurt again. Um, yeah, that's right around the number. I guess if I had to pick, I would go under by a little bit, but I think I think it's pretty close. I think they are going to be bored. I think it's not going to matter. And so, yeah, I guess I'll go under. Maybe no lower than 60. They're winning 60 for sure. So in a in, coming off a season where there was uh, one team that won 60 games, 60-plus games in Houston last year, and then uh, Toronto got close. They had 59 games. And like I just said, the Warriors won 58. Are you surprised that there's only one team over 60 games that won as far as Vegas is concerned off the top? I'm not. I, I mean, I feel like they they are sort of adjusting and basically doing this, reflecting the same type of standings that happened last year, just flipping teams around a little bit because as far as they're concerned, Houston is falling off the – off the pace, they have just 40, uh, 54 wins pre- uh, predicted by uh, Vegas here. So um, in in the West, it, it's still looking like there's a couple of teams at the top, but they are they believe that it's going to be Golden State this year. I'm not surprised that there's only one team over 60. No, I mean, yeah, Houston is not as good as they were last year, straight up. You know what I mean? And not only are they not as good, like, yep. this all, you know, remains relatively healthy year. Um, I know he's, you know, fed out a couple of games, but like compared to what he's been and he's getting older. Um that's yeah, that does not factor in the fact that their defense got worse and they were like relying on a lot of interlocking parts to fit together anyway and I'm not sure it's gonna work out for them. And they and they signed Carmela. So yeah, I'd be inclined I wouldn't be shocked if the Rockets fell to third or lower in the West. I would not be shocked at all. I'm throwing that out there as well. Maybe the Rockets are fourth this year. How about that? How about that? I think that's great. I'm with you on that one. I think that they've kind of – they may have taken a step back. Carmelo Anthony, who knows how he's going to fit. Even if, even if they play well in the playoffs and he gives them a, some sort of uh, production that will help them out, I, I still don't think that the regular season is going to go that well for them right now. And you got to keep that in mind. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about NBA championships. Uh, we're talking about who's going to win the most games in the regular season. And Vegas is, is pretty pretty often spot on on this stuff. So I, I would tend to believe what Las Vegas is saying here, uh, which is why I, I will move on to the Eastern Conference for their number one seed. And this one should be obvious as well. Uh, not quite 60 wins, but the Celtics come in at 57 and a half. 
Now, maybe somebody out there thinks Toronto should be the favorite because they ended up uh, winning 59 games last season. But to me, even though they have Kawhi Leonard, the Celtics, if healthy, bar none, should be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference this year. And that is where I'm going to go with one of my tangential conversations here, Calvin, because I'm I'm starting. Maybe it's the skeptic in me. Maybe I'm I'm trying not to wear the green goggles too too early in the in the summer here. Summer's not over yet, and I'm the green goggles are still on. I'm starting to worry that the expectations are going to be too high. Do you buy into something like this? Do you buy into the fact that maybe the pressure is going to be there and the Celtics actually don't end up performing to their potential? Or are they just too loaded to to fail and they're going to be the one seed, hands down? Um, I think that that's something that could theoretically apply more during the playoffs um, than in the regular season just because I, it, I, I think that, like, they're, they're going to be hungry, right? Because, again, they're a team with a lot of young players. Still. Of course. Uh, guys still having something to prove. Uh, Gordon Haywood basically didn't play at I mean, didn't play at all for the Celtics last year. He's going to have something to prove. Uh, yeah, five minutes. Uh, who knows if you know? Maybe this was this was his last year in Boston. Maybe in theory, right? So, like, I feel like there's just this cocktail of like uh, resentment and like this team is going to have something to prove, and they're deep. And deep teams tend to uh, to almost always play well during the regular season. It, like. I think this Boston, in, you know, in theory, could be the team that wins the most games in the NBA. I wouldn't be shocked uh, to have that happen in the regular season. I think that, like, yeah, I think they're going to go over the number. And uh, I don't necessarily think that, like, that means they're, they're a lock to go to the finals. But I, I, I do think that they're going to be showy this season. Yeah, and you know what? I, I just look at the way the East is sort of shaping up, and I feel like the middle has improved a little bit, and who knows what's going to happen with Milwaukee and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, whether he takes a step forward or not. Like, who, he could carry his team to 50 wins uh, by himself, and just on that, Vegas thinks they will win 46. Or the number for them is 46.5, so on the side there. Um, but – uh, that's that's the wild card for me is, is a player like that. Can can a guy like that emerge as the type of player that can carry his team to a 50-plus win season? Uh, and just looking at the rest of the, the teams around, Philadelphia, Toronto, uh, people were bullish on Indiana last, last year as they sort of started to play well towards the end of the season. Those teams to me all sort of stay where they were. They're they're gonna they're they're stand pat situation as far as I'm concerned, so I don't see any of them creeping up towards 60. If someone in the league is or in the East is gonna win 60 games, it will be the Boston Celtics, and to to me that's uh, that's like you just said that could be the the best record in the entire league because while I, the the middle of the East might have gotten a little bit better, the bottom is still horrible and the top is is not as strong as it used to be. Uh, the Celtics, to me, are far and away the favorites here, and it's it, it's boggling my mind that I that I feel this way just because I haven't felt this way in uh, what ten years, ten plus years, and it's just uh, I, I I tend to worry that uh, that they might not win sixty games and they might fold in the playoffs or something like that. But logic and just looking at this 
the, the way this team plays and has played under under Brad Stevens, where he gets the most out of all of his players, makes me believe that they're going to win the Eastern Conference uh, at the very least. So I, I, I'm going. I'm I'm just I'm I'm not concerned with most of the schedule. I just I, I hope that they find a way to use that depth that you mentioned earlier to win a ton of games. So who do you see as the bigger threat then in the East? Do you see the the Raptors with the with a resurgent Kawhi as a bigger threat, or do you see you know a, a Philadelphia 76ers team with a little bit more experience? Uh, you know maybe they obviously they went into that playoff series probably not knowing what they were doing. <laughs> You think? Oh, do you, do you, which one of those teams would you be yeah. more concerned with down the line? Well, I feel like it's Philadelphia. I mean, they're they're young and they're uh, they're very talented. And you you could argue that their young talent is better than the Celtics' young talent. Embiid and Simmons, while they both have their shortcomings, uh, Embiid has the potential to be one of the greatest players that the NBA has ever seen, in my opinion. He's still very young, and if he can stay healthy and have a a lengthy career. He can put up some crazy numbers. I, I I truly believe that about that kid. Ben Simmons has a lot to work on, but he's a special talent as well. So out of all of the players, my favorite to watch is Jason Tatum. All the young guys, if you want to call them like first or second year players uh, on, on those two teams, as far as the Celtics and, and Philadelphia is concerned. But if Philadelphia can find a way to get some, some better role players or get their role players to step up a little bit more, I should say, and surround those two guys with a good game plan, then they, to me, seem to be the more formidable opponent. Uh, And I'm basing that mainly on a lack of respect for Toronto, I think. While Philadelphia is very talented, I feel like the Celtics have more talent than them and that they would win, win a series. But I would be more concerned with Philadelphia because they have the hunger, they have the drive, they have that trip on their shoulder like they won it because they lost last year to the Celtics. Uh, so I'd be more concerned with them. And moreover, Toronto, even though they have Kawhi, I mean, he's kind of a, he's, he's not a, a, a killer type of player. If, if you ask me, he's a, he's a stud, he's a superstar top 10 to 12 player in the league. But I don't think that he has what it takes to be able to push a team like Toronto over the edge because you see it every year. That team folds. They get swept. They've gotten swept two years in a row. It's, I just, he's not the guy to push them over the top. I think he's going to have a great year. The numbers will be there. But when it comes down to winning a playoff series, I would love to see the Celtics match up with Toronto over Philadelphia. And I lost Calvin. He's gone. He just disappeared. So I will wait to see if he comes back and ramble on about the the rest of what we were going to talk about. So I hope you enjoy hearing me talk alone for the next couple of minutes. See how this goes. I bet his battery died on his phone. What a clown. If you want to give us a call, you can again. Uh, 323-642-1484. We were going to continue talking here about uh, more of the NBA win totals, and I was going to flip it back over to the Western Conference, over to Calvin, because as everybody knows, there's a new player on the Los Angeles Lakers. His name, you may have heard of him before, LeBron James. So that's going to be a hot topic. 
but we were trying to parse our way through the Eastern Conference here, and I'm I'm gonna stick by my my thoughts that Toronto is still a soft team. They're soft. They can't they, they can't get through a, a tough playoff series. It's not gonna happen for them. So I'm not concerned with Toronto. Philadelphia, like I said, very talented. That's a team that you have to worry about if you're the Celtics. Otherwise, going through the Eastern Conference sort of from last year, uh, one player that I I mentioned earlier and really intrigues me is Giannis Antetokounmpo over in Milwaukee. If he ends up having uh, an excellent season, that team could surprise some people. I expect them to sort of move up in the standings. Uh, and maybe even with Cleveland falling off the map, maybe Milwaukee gets a home playoff series in the first round. That would be interesting. Well, I don't really know what's going on with Calvin here. And I am, as usual, losing steam if I'm just talking by myself, can't really do that very well. So I'm going to play you some music for a second. I hope you enjoy this, uh, this wonderful rendition of every single clip that I have on this, this board. Have you guys ever seen that show, Too Many Cooks? That song's going to be in your head for the rest of your life if you watch that Adult Swim show. I re- highly recommend it, even though it's going to creep you the hell out. Don't watch it at 3 a.m. like I did many years ago. So, so bad. Very strange. But uh, you know what? There are too many cooks in Los Angeles right now because Calvin's phone is dead. So... I'll just tell you that Vegas thinks LeBron James and the Lakers are going to win 48 and a half games. I think that's a decent number for them, but they're not hitting 50. I truly believe that the Lakers will not have a home playoff series this season. LeBron James goes from the finals for many, many years in a row to no home playoff series in his first year with the Lakers. You heard it here first. This show is over. No NFL stuff tonight because Calvin's phone is dead. So uh, I hope you enjoyed our 20 minutes of uh, NBA pod, NBA predictions. We didn't really get to a whole lot, but you heard some over-unders. And I appreciate you all listening. So enjoy your night. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. One of these shows is going to work out for us. Thanks, everybody.